Yo, welcome to Simply Bitcoin Live. It is Friday, June 16th, 2023. I'm very happy. And the reason I'm very happy is because Bitcoin stays winning. I'm going to read you two headlines and they're about five, six, maybe seven years apart. Uh, this is a headline from October 13th, 2017. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink calls Bitcoin an, quote, index of money laundering. This is an, this is an article from the same publication. June 15, 2023. BlackRock files for spot Bitcoin ETF with Coinbase as a crypto custodian. The Bitcoin incentives stay winning. They continue to win. Right. Um, and the only thing the other side has is coercion. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a very, very bullish episode. We also have a very special guest. We have Mick from Geyser, who's able to join us today. I'm going to welcome up on stage in a second. But first, my legendary co-host, always optimistic brother. Holy crap. We just, Bitcoin just stays winning, dude. It just stays winning. This is amazing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, as we were saying on Twitter, you know, bull market confirmed, but I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit conflicted here on this one, Nico. I know, I know Bitcoin stays winning. Bitcoin incentives are pure, but I don't know, man. Uh, I think, I think my alarm bells are going off, but we'll wait for the news. Let's bring in Mick. We got Mick from Geyser Fund in today. So we're going to talk about all the good things about Geyser Fund with our boy Mick here for content creators. And uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy this one. This one should be epic. How you doing this morning, bro? I'm doing great. It's, it's, I'm so, so honored to be here. Thank you guys so much. I've been watching you guys for, since forever. So uh, insane to be here. Happy to have you on the show. Uh, I, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, for anyone who doesn't know who's just joining us, or should we save it for, for the culture? I don't think you guys understand how uh, important Geyser is for content creators in general. It's, it's an alternative form of, of, of being able to monetize their content. So if, if you were to give uh, the audience a quick elevator pitch, Mick, on what Geyser is, uh, could, could you do that? If, if you don't yeah, mind. of course of course so geyser uh is really uh, a tool for for people that have ideas to be able to 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 launch them out there and let the let the community fund them right it was really uh born uh, uh built from bitcoiners for bitcoiners to to launch their ideas and and be supported by the community um you know really uh a, a easy simple tool that that anyone where anyone can contribute to the bitcoin ecosystem really um there's many different angles of which you can see Geyser, but really think about it as you know, a bit like a Kickstarter or GoFundMe um, built on top entirely on Bitcoin and on Lightning. And you know, it stands on the principles of, of Bitcoiners. So it's it's you know, we're non we're non-custodial, so all the funds may pass through Geyser, but it, it Geyser never remains a custodian, it always goes to uh, goes to the creators um, and it, it remains, you know, one of the best easiest ways for people to just start launching their ideas awesome yeah uh I, like i said you play and we were, we were very lucky to uh share a panel together at at uh the bitcoin bitcoin 2023 and i just i just gotta say uh from and i know it's not just for content creators but from the perspective of a content creator i think uh geyser plays a very very important role in the ecosystem and um 
And we really want to highlight that today. Anyways, everybody, no more delay. Let's jump straight into news. We got straight into the numbers. We got a lot to talk about. Let's check it out. The Bitcoin numbers brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit Noddle.eu today. All right, guys, I want to tell you about the largest Bitcoin conference in the world, Bitcoin 2024. It's not going to be in Miami this year. It's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee, July 25th through the 27th, 2024, the year of the having. You know, you're not going to want to miss it. You can get a GA ticket for $299, an industry pass, which I recommend if you're trying to get a job in the industry for $749, and a whale pass for $4,499. I highly recommend this conference. It's the largest Bitcoin conference in the world, Bitcoin 2024. At the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is $25,000. 845 sats per dollar 3869 block height 794,638 reachable bitcoin node 17,096 blocks to having 45,362 having estimate april 20th 2024 total lightning network capacity 5,391 capacity value 139 million realized monetary inflation 1.76% and the market capitalization of bitcoin 501 billion dollars with a b Anyways, here's Samson now. He had a conversation with, uh, he was on Breedlove's show, um, and I think it was like an in-person recording. Um, anyways, I'm going to play the clip, and then we'll talk about it. Let's check it out. Them, Even if you don't want the Bitcoin. The other interesting thing is, I tell them, even if you don't want the Bitcoin, you can simply sell it. Yeah. If you value gold, if you value dollars, it's there for you to take right. just take the bitcoin and sell it it's the most liquid market on the planet yeah with some 40 billion dollars of trade volume daily mm. so it's almost irresponsible not to tap into that yes and take it build roads build hospitals build airports yeah whatever you need yeah that's a great way to look at it i would like to i'm just reminded right now the analogy you used last time for a nation state of a hotel right like yeah. So shout out, first of all, to Breedlove. Amazing content, like always. Check out the What Is Money show. But anyways, I, I want to focus on this, right? So specifically, what was Mao referring to? So uh, so Samson was referring to an energy-rich country should be mining Bitcoin to fund their own infrastructure. Indonesia, hardware wallets, network resilience, ordinals, and more on the latest episode of the What Is Money show. But I want to really focus on the, the top part of this, right? We're just talking about energy-rich countries. Well, it becomes a no-brainer, and this isn't just a theory anymore. This is something that we're watching play out. Um, Burma, right? A massive amount of hydroelectric uh, uh, capacity, and they use some of that capacity without saying without saying anything, right? They didn't take the route of El Salvador, where you know they made it. Uh, they had a lot of uh, you know publicity, right? They kind of kept it under wraps. I suspect it's because they didn't want the attention. But, you know, this is this is a country that, you know, is blessed with this, you know, tremendous amount of hydroelectric capacity, excess capacity. And they figured out, hey, I could just turn that into Bitcoin before it was very hard. Like, what were you going to do with all that excess energy? Right. It is very hard to transport it over long distances. You know, battery technology is not quite there yet. So they figured, hey, let me just turn that into Bitcoin. Now, there's so many other countries all around the world 
that are very similar in that sense. Maybe it's not hydroelectric. Maybe they just have a tremendous amount of, you know, of, 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 of fossil fuels, of, you know, natural gas. I have no idea, right? The point is, you know, any country that has, you know, uh, is energy rich, uh, you know, could mine Bitcoin. And I think that's, I think it's inevitable. And I think that's something that you're going to definitely see um, in, in the coming decade, for sure. I think it's, it, all roads lead to Bitcoin. It's just a question of how long does it take for people to wake up to this? I don't know. Maybe I'm seeing things. I want to get mixed take. Uh, what are your thoughts, man? Really interesting. At first, I thought about it in a different way. Actually, I thought Samsung was referring to mine energy, mine Bitcoin by tapping into your energy resources, right? And then just sell it into the market, which is also a very interesting, you know, uh, pitch to the, the whole world of, um, of uh, energy intense countries that have a lot of resources of energy. Um, but yeah, the idea that, you know, just accept it and tourists will come. It's the same narrative that we actually hear uh, in the UK where I'm based, but also all over the world um, around people that are working um, with, with, with merchants to get them to accept Bitcoin. It's just saying, look, there are all these people that are crazy fanatics about spending their Bitcoin. Just accept Bitcoin and just you can route it back into your fiat or whatever. It's just an alternative payment rail that has... A lot of users that where people will come because of that so uh as a sales pitch it makes absolute sense from the micro perspective of, of businesses to the macro perspective of nation states yeah 100 percent. and and i love the way that that samsung fra phrased it right it's like look like even if you don't like bitcoin like even if you don't believe in the in bitcoin you could just sell it like it's as simple as that what are you going to do with all that excess energy in the first place? Right. Which is that's the pitch. Right. Like that's why, you know, a country like Burma um, would, you know, take the it's not Burma. I completely messed up the name. And that's oh, man, it's a Bhutan. Bhutan. Thank you so much, Opti. I yeah. really apologize about that, guys. Um, isn't that isn't that the country that had Bitcoin Bhutan. in their balance sheet from Celsius or something? Yes, yes, yeah. it's not Burma. So uh, forgive me, guys. I apologize. That's my bad. Uh, but no, it's the country of Bhutan. Very, very small country um, in the middle of Asia, and apparently they have a tremendous amount of hydroelectric capacity, and they're using that to mine Bitcoin. And I think it's just a matter of time before people wake up to this rally. I mean, look, oil companies, energy companies are, are doing this already, right? You know, you had ConocoPhillips that came out. Uh, TEPCO, which is a Japanese uh, energy producer as well, came out that they are mining Bitcoin. Uh, Gazprom also came out, which is a Russian state-owned uh, state energy company, came out that they are mining Bitcoin as well. I think all roads lead to Bitcoin. I think all excess energy is going to be eventually eaten by Bitcoin. I'm, I'm calling it right now. Anyways, um, Opti, what's your take on all this? Am I being too optimistic? Is Nico being too too Opti? I think you're the pessimist on the show, so I, <laughs> I'm looking stupidly bullish here. But first, I really love mixed perspective as well. I couldn't agree more. And I really like how Samson kind of uh, phrased it in that video. Like, it's irresponsible to not tap into Bitcoin. I, I can't see how countries or even individuals or private companies don't benefit from the Bitcoin network in general. 
And I think energy is the sleeper killer app to Bitcoin. And shout out to my boy, Mike Hobart, because he's been beating the drum on this for a while that, yes, Bitcoin is savings. Yes, Bitcoin will help the individual. But Bitcoin is revolutionizing the energy sector. And it's almost impossible to ignore at this point. We are seeing more receipts, more data points, proving the point that, hey, if you have excess energy, if you're a country with excess energy, you're a private company with excess energy, why not just plug in some some ASICs? Profits are good and you can make more profits and make your company even more profitable and hey we do live in a capitalist system and i know all the corporations out there like how do we make more money we are just burning money and who likes to think about the idea that you are just wasting money when there is an easy alternative to just plug in asics like it's as simple as either incentivizing you know mobile miners to come in and plug into your excess energy or you know building the infrastructure to do it yourself so i think there is a lot of opportunity here and it's only a matter of time until whether it's countries or companies, they all wake up to the fact that you are literally burning money right now. You are wasting money by letting your energy go without putting it towards something that can literally basically print money out of thin air. Don't we all want the opportunity to print money? Well, hey, just plug in some ASICs if you have excess energy. And it's happening around the world right now. So it's no more just like ideological or theoretical. We are seeing this happen in real time. And it's only a matter of time until this spreads out into other countries, other companies, and they wake up to the fact that they are literally burning money or wasting money right now. And they can just plug into the Bitcoin network. Beautiful. Yeah, 100 uh, percent. Yeah. And, and there, there's I mean, what else could do that? Did you guys know? No clue. Mick doesn't know either. Yeah, I'm I'm same. The market, right? The the market is like someone said, right? The Bitcoin is the only true free market in the world. In some way, Bitcoin is 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 uh, the market for for energy, uh, but really for for anything, right? Because you guys didn't have to ask for permission to start doing a podcast about Bitcoin, right? Um, Like, you know, we didn't have to ask for permission to build a company on Bitcoin. Like, if we want to try to do something like that in a traditional world. Good luck with that. You're gonna have to do. I mean, first of all, to build up Geyser, just to bring it up, we had like ten rejections from bank accounts to just use Geyser uh, to create a Geyser bank account. Imagine to route payments through a bank. Impossible. Impossible. So Bitcoin just enables the market to happen as well. Like we don't think about that often enough, but it's just uh, an incredible foundational technology for the development of the market itself. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. It's bullish stuff. Bullish stuff for a bullish Friday. Anyways, everybody, let's get to news. We got a lot to talk about. Let's check it out. The Daily News. The Daily News is brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Check out the brand new limited edition color, the transparent green jade. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air-gap Bitcoin transactions, scan and display QR codes directly on the device, assign transactions, and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. 
Alright guys, I also want to give a shout out to the Orange Pill app. It's building the social layer for Bitcoin. As crazy as this sounds, without the people, Bitcoin is just ones and zeros. Bitcoin is the people. Bitcoin is you, it's me, it's Opti, it's Mick, it's Satoshi. Download the Orange Pill app for iOS or Android and connect with other Bitcoiners in real life today. Find other plebs that live near you and you can go into the app totally anon and search for other Bitcoiners by common interest. Orange Pill app is also the world's biggest repository for Bitcoin-only events. If you want to meet other Bitcoiners in real life, this is the app for you. Sign up through the App Store and you can even pay in stats. And Opti and I appreciate all the love and all the messages. We try to take the time to go through all of them. We really appreciate it, guys. Anyways, want to get to the breaking news. It really came out yesterday, but I wanted to kind of let it marinate a little bit so that we can get out more information. But BlackRock tries uh, tries for spot Bitcoin ETF with fresh SEC filing. I think the significance of this is uh, this is happening. This happened a week after uh, Coinbase was sued by the SEC and Binance was sued by the SEC. And something very similar happened with Fidelity, right? This is just, you have two uh, massive companies that have a tremendous amount of money under management and trillions of dollars, not billions of dollars. And they both said, uh, didn't read. What's the meme, Opti? Uh, didn't, uh, didn't read, not selling or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyways, let's check out this Bloomberg article. It says BlackRock uh, tries for for a spot Bitcoin ETF with fresh SEC filing. BlackRock Inc. is trying trying its hand at potentially getting the first spot Bitcoin exchange traded fund launched in the U.S. The world's largest asset manager on Thursday applied for the iShares Bitcoin Trust, according to a filing with the U.S. Securities Exchange Commission. Coinbase, the biggest crypto exchange in the U.S., would act as a custodian. The ETF, should it launch, would trade on NASDAQ. I think the key part of this is the world's largest asset manager. Uh, to be specific, they have $10 trillion under management. And I mean, like, it goes, and, and I read you guys the 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 headline in the in the very beginning and just contrasting that right so larry fink basically saying you know uh bitcoin is used for money laundering five seven years later number go up technology does its thing bitcoin's incentives stay winning and then all of a sudden it's kind of a 180. now i saw yellow in the chat saying fuck blackrock i completely agree i don't think i i think the dangers of an etf is that people get comfortable and then they just start buying the ETF instead of buying Bitcoin. And then you have the risk of uh, what Caitlin, Caitlin Long always talks about, rehypothecation, right? Selling Bitcoin that they don't have, right? And then that could be used as a mechanism for price suppression, right? And a lot of people theorizes, uh, theorize that's what's happened to gold, right? That's been captured, right? So, and, I, and, I've, and I've pinned this to the top of my profile. I don't think it's, it's, it's there anymore on my Twitter. But I said, if enough take, if enough people take self custody, we win this thing, no matter what happens. Now, the risk with an ETF, like I said, is that people get, you know, with their Charles Schwab account, you know, they'll just be like, hey, like, why do I just, you know, like, why do I need to go to dollars and then buy Bitcoin and go to the process of taking self custody? This is so easy. It's just like owning a stock. Like, why not, right? Um, so that's the kind of the risk. Like if you want to be honest, like from the Bitcoin perspective, like that's kind of the risk. Now, from the other perspective, um, this is another sign of institutional adoption. I think that was like one of the narratives in 2017 was the institutions are coming. The institutions are coming. The institutions never fucking came, but the institutions are definitely here now. Um, and 
it's that's undeniable at this point. Anyways, it goes on to say this is at least the 33rd attempt by issuers for a spot Bitcoin product, according to a tally from Bloomberg Intelligence. But applications have faced opposition by regulators who have in the past cited market concerns and a lack of investor protections, among other things. The SEC, meanwhile, is suing Coinbase, alleging that it is running an illegal exchange. <laughs> the company and if, 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 think about how consequential that is. Right. The company, the, the largest asset asset manager in the world, not only is like, OK, you know, clearly we know how the Biden administration feels about the industry. No, not only that, they're using the company that is being sued to be the custodian in this thing in the first place. Um, and as much as I don't like Coinbase, I hate crypto casinos. I think, you know, they get a lot of people wrecked. Um, and they, you know, they sell people in the false equivalents between Bitcoin and altcoins, right? And then everyone kind of has, you know, their, their, uh, their, you know, unit bias, right? Where they see, oh, Bitcoin's at 29,000 or 25,000. I can get Cardano at fucking what? Three, I don't know what it's trading at. Three, four, two cents. I don't know. Um, so you're like, I could, I could buy a lot more Cardano. Like people, like exchanges like Coinbase, um, in that sense, hurt a lot of people, right? Cause it's kind of giving this like, Fall, it's it's comparing apples to oranges without properly disclosing it. Um, so, anyways, I think this is you know incredibly bullish, but I do agree with yellow. Uh, you know, BlackRock is definitely not uh, an institution to be trusted. Here's Bitplay, Bitpain, and I think he's uh, a pretty good observation. It says BlackRock is probably the most politically powerful and connected entity in the United States. I bet this spot a Bitcoin ETF will be approved. Everything Gary and other agencies have done was covered to wash out the undeserving frontrunners and let the anointed have their due. That's a that's a pretty good observation. Let's see if that comes true. Here's an update from Bit, uh, uh, Bitcoin Treasuries. I don't know if this is a troll because um, this is isn't this an American HODL meme, Opti? Yeah, six point one five. Okay, so if you look at bitcoin treasuries uh which is a website built by coinkite um and shout out mvk uh you know it does a really good job at like kind of tracking what public companies or what bitcoin or what companies are holding bitcoin on their balance sheet of course we know microstrategy is number one with 140,000 bitcoin but if you take a look at here blackrock is on that list and uh, man uh, do you think it's a coincidence that they bought 6.15 <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's a coincidence, Opti. I think, uh, you know, I think they might be sending a message. I don't want to read too into it, but I think that's hilarious. Just a reminder, guys, BlackRock holds $10 trillion under management. But by the way, this this only this isn't only this isn't only happening with BlackRock, right? This is also happening with two or two other major institutions in the U.S., um, and we actually covered this when the when the news came out, right? These are the top 10 owners of MicroStrategy stock. And MicroStrategy stock, because they own so much Bitcoin, you can make the argument that it kind of functions like a Bitcoin ETF. It totally isn't. But the, the MicroStrategy stock and the Bitcoin price is very, very, it's tightly cord, uh, uh, cord, uh, correlated, right? It's, it's, you know, it's almost as if they're kind of the same thing. But there's there's three institutions here to keep in mind that are very very interesting so you have blackrock right that loaded on microstrategy stock most importantly you have bank of america um which bun uh, which bought a ton of microstrategy stock and then of course fidelity right fidelity also has a tremendous amount 
of assets under management, specifically $4.5 trillion. Uh, and that's trillion with a T. So, I mean, look, uh, all, everyone always kind of makes the case, uh, you know, uh, the, this was the narrative. I never forget this, 2017, that like, that was the narrative. I know, I know, Opti, you remember that narrative. I, I, everyone remembers that narrative. Institutions are coming, institutions are coming, institutions are coming. So let's kind of go through a thought experiment. Uh, I'm feeling bullish on Friday. Um, this was this ARK investment um, that was set out, and it kind of makes three cases for, you know, uh, Bitcoin, uh, the potential price of Bitcoin in 2030. And of course, we don't speculate on this channel. We just, you know, we recommend dollar cost averaging, staying humble, stacking sats. But I want to have fun today. So let's do it anyways. <laughs> um, the 2030 uh, bear case, uh, according to this ARC research, uh, is apparently it is 258,000 for 2030. The base case is 682,000. And the bull case uh, for 2030 is 1.48 million. And then they kind of break it down, right? They, they talk about the penetration, right? So if, you know, if in the bull case, uh, Bitcoin would be 5% of corporate treasuries. Uh, in the bear case, it would be zero. I, I, I just don't see that happening. Remittance rate uh, in the bear case would be 5%. In the bull case, would be 25% nation state treasury now that's where i'm kind of on the bearish side um it's it's zero percent and then the bull case it's five percent emerging market currency on the bear case it's 0.5 percent on the bull case it's 10 percent economic settlement network it's one percent on the bear case on the bull case it's 10 percent seizure resistant asset on the bear case it's one percent on the bull case it's five percent institutional investment now i mean we're on the right track there, right? On the bear case, it's 1%. On the bull case, it's 6.5%. Digital gold. Um, on the bear case, it's 20%. On the bull case, it's 50%. Anyways, just kind of wanted to, you know, talk about some possibilities, some potentials, like laying it out there. And I love uh, Pandora's box uh, comment for our audio listeners. He or she says, game theory works perfectly. Yeah, I think this is Bitcoin's incentive stay winning. Uh, you know, and that goes to show. And by the way, BlackRock isn't the first company that kind of switched. Michael Saylor, many, many years before he became the Bitcoin Chad, I, I, there's a tweet that I remember that he he basically said, you know, the, the, this thing isn't going to work out. Like Bitcoin isn't going to work out. I think Bitcoin keeps proving the world wrong with NGU, with number go up technology. The fact that it becomes more and more resilient, it becomes harder to kill. You had the CCP, one of the one of the most powerful, you know, governments in the world, uh, banned this thing multiple times. Um, it banned Bitcoin mining within their borders, and the hash rate literally only took nine months to recover. It decentralized in the process, and now it's continuing to make all-time highs. Right. So if you you can't kill the honey badger, you're just making it stronger. And I think the world is starting to wake up to that fact. And I think that's precisely why BlackRock uh, made this announcement. Now, that theory by Bitpain is very interesting. If they approve the BlackRock ETF and they denied everything else, uh, that is some, that's sus, man. It's very, 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 that's some sketchy shit. Anyways, Mick, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, do you think this is a nothing burger? Do you think, uh, you know, do you think it's it's consequential? 
Uh, what are your thoughts about, you know, BlackRock uh, applying for a, a Bitcoin ETF? Yeah, so much to say. I think the, the first point I'd like to make is the fact that um, I think of all the, I think all the biggest news so far, by, by far, is the SEC suing Coinbase. That is as a very, very important point, right? To really stress to the fact that we're, we're, we're in this sort of moment of dividing, like where the waters are being divided. Like the, the it's being clear that Bitcoin is not a security. Bitcoin is a commodity, is a digital bearer instrument, this, this decentralized uh, thing that is on a, a different point than, than all these other cryptocurrencies. And now the SEC has started saying that, I don't know, Solana and Polygon and all these other um, uh, cryptocurrencies are securities. And this is just the beginning, right? They're just starting with the obvious ones. And then they're going to start going up and up and up the entire spectrum of uh, of cryptocurrencies and this is this is incredible like th this is insane implication this this really reduces all these other cryptocurrencies like reduces liquidity like reduces the market and 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 gets people thinking about well i have to actually be careful in holding this because it's a security and it has it's actually an illegal security and it has implications so i think on one hand this is happening on the other it doesn't mean that crypto will die uh it, it'll keep going um, but it will happen within the guises of the SEC. So it's like you can create your cryptocurrency. You just have to you have to register it as a security. So uh, in some way, I think Coinbase could still go still has two choices, right? Do do, do I want to be um, do I still want to continue creating these these pumps and pump and, pump and dump schemes, but within a regulated environment, which uh, isn't always really. Uh, you know, good for the end customers anyway, um, but they might still find some way to kind of insert it within the regulatory framework, or do I want to actually, you know, uh, innovate a new payment layer with Bitcoin, with Lightning, but I don't see them really, really do that uh, in any case, uh, although they have the opportunity. So uh, I think that's, <clears throat> but I think something that's really important point that divides waters and, you know, really stress to the point that Bitcoin is, is on a different scale than everything else. And that I find the most exciting thing. Uh, and it will lead a lot of people to start thinking about Bitcoin only as a completely different asset class. That's that's the first point. When it comes to the, the whole uh, BlackRock thing, um, I honestly I, I honestly don't know. I, I, I've, I've read into it quite a bit the, the, the gold, the way that they use gold ETFs to, um, to really kind of keep the price down. Uh, like you guys said, I don't see that happening in the same way um why is that why Bitcoin. why why is that the, the reason is i don't see the mechanism through which they can contain the price so they can do that with gold because a lot of the gold has been anyway it's, it's custody right that the majority of the gold is held in vaults or maybe not whereas in, with bitcoin there are so many holders um that 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 do you know uh, hold their keys that don't custody, and it'd be interesting to see the percentage of Bitcoin held in custody versus not. Maybe that would that would help, because like what happened with FTX, if you guys remember, um, with FTX, they they were able to manipulate and lower the price of Bitcoin because they were creating Bitcoin they didn't really have and selling them in the market, right? Um, um, and and I, I and that that price manipulation 
will certainly happen in, in a cloud world we're in today, and they will try it. Uh, the question is, will it work, considering the fact that a lot of holders are holding their Bitcoin? Uh, um, and we're, we, we, we do have other, like the secondary market of peer-to-peer -peer, uh, Bitcoin trading as well that, that has a different opinion. But prices can be manipulated, especially if you have a money printer on your side. Now, I, I just don't know if there's enough custodial uh, control to ensure and enable that price manipulation. Um, I also uh, don't trust BlackRock uh, a single bit, uh, Larry Fink a single bit. Um, yeah, uh, I yeah, I think that that's that's it really. Yeah, I mean, and and by the way, just to be clear, I I, I don't trust him either. I, and yeah. he's he's been he's been a big he's he's used the fact that he has so much so many of these companies, right? BlackRock like has so many of these come like if you look at if you, you go through fortune 500 list and you go to the top you know stockholders of everything of apple google whatever you will see blackrock there and he's mm. used that power to push push the esg agenda hard yeah right? like larry uh, larry fink was a, a big proponent of that right um and then you kind of think about it you're like you know bitcoin kind of goes against this uh this agenda in a way um, and then, you know, you know, it, it makes you think, but at the same time, I, I just think incentives, right? I think incentives, I think American HODL said it best, right? No one's better than their incentives. And I think Bitcoin's incentives are irresistible. And if you're looking at it from BlackRock's perspective, and then you see Bank of America get involved, you see Fidelity get involved, right? You're looking at that and you're like, we might have to get it. We, we might have to get in front of this thing. And I, I hope you're right, Mick. I hope that, you know, they aren't able to do it because, you know, the ability for because of how easy it is for the individual to take self-custody. Right. So and it's it's instantaneous. It's not like, OK, send me my 10 million dollars worth of gold, please. You know, and with the armored cars and whatever. Bitcoin is it's it's a lot easier. And then hopefully, you know, they they aren't able to do uh, what they've done in the past. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts on all this, brother? And then we'll move on to the culture and talk about Geyser. Yeah, well, first it's a trust and not an ETF, and I'm no expert on no, the no, difference. No, no, no. So, I, so apparently, uh, apparently, I, I thought that too, but actually, Corey tweeted something about it uh, last night, and he said this was 13 hours ago. Corey says it's okay to call it an ETF, guys. Um, Securities Act of 1933. Filing under Form S1, not Form N1A, will trade on an exchange and be redeemable to the issue issuer way better than GBTC. Now we'll wait to see if the SEC approves BlackRock spot Bitcoin ETF. So yeah, so awesome, awesome. And apparently uh, it is. Apparently, uh, and and we'll we'll leave the GBTC aside. We won't talk about that today because I think there is an interesting lead there. But I think this is almost guaranteed to get passed, considering it is BlackRock. And I think I saw somewhere on Twitter that said like 90% of their filings get passed. So look, obviously this is bullish for Bitcoin in, in some sense. Well, in many sense, legitimizing Bitcoin in the eyes of TradFi. And then of course, Black BlackRock has trillions of dollars under their assets. But like Yellow keeps saying, but at what cost? You know, BlackRock are the bad guys, in my opinion. They own everything. And in many respects, this is the reason that Satoshi made Bitcoin in the first place is to get away from these fiat games. So I am very conflicted on this. Um, I'm kind of agreeing with a lot of people in the chat. 
saying, you know, fuck BlackRock, BlackRock owns any everything. But I think this is one of those events that was probably inevitable. Uh, you know, there's a there for many reasons you'd expect that this would have happened eventually. And uh, maybe it's just a little too late, uh, a little too little too late. Like make kind of made me think about the issuance rate of Bitcoin. What, what do we cover that number all the time? Like 92 percent of all Bitcoin is being held. So maybe most of the Bitcoin is already held in self-custody and they won't ever be able to actually scoop up a meaningful amount of Bitcoin. But there is a lot of stuff in that official filing that is very concerning. And of course, you mentioned one of them. Uh, Coinbase is the NY Mellon is the Fiat Bank, but I think the the part that most Bitcoiners latched on to is the idea that um, BlackRock will be able to pull their weight behind whatever contentious fork they want. So it has this little clause in there that's saying uh, they will use their discretion to determine which fork is the real fork. So it will be interesting to see whether they try to fork Bitcoin into like an ESG friendly fork. And will people get duped into following that chain? And I think Marty Ben asked a very good question. And we kind of mentioned it here about Bitcoin's incentives uh, is was this BlackRock hand being forced by Bitcoin or, you know, are they trying to corner the market? So it's one of these like, is this a chicken or an egg moment? But, you know, going further, we kind of touched on it with BitPain. Uh, it really does seem like the powers that be have stopped every other ETF attempt and to make sure that the fiat overlords get the first spot Bitcoin ETF. So, you know, it, a lot of red flags, at least maybe it's just me being a paranoid Bitcoiner. And I just like, oh, man, I don't know. I, I fundamentally don't trust BlackRock. And it just makes me feel like, man, you know, I do feel like this will pump our bags. Also, kind of what Mick touched on as well, the concern about price suppression. But it does legitimize Bitcoin. And of course, the narrative of like, uh, the, the institutions are coming. Well, hey, guys, we've been saying it for a while. They've been here. And I don't think people really can wrap their head around the idea of trillions of dollars. Like that's a shit ton of money. So mm -hmm. if they're putting their weight around, you know, wherever they're putting their weight and what they're trying to push, um, I don't know. It just, it really does seem like one of those truly terrifying moments is just like an average Bitcoiner that will probably never see trillions of dollars, you know, but I hate being a defeatist. So like, I still think Bitcoin's incentives work. And again, I think most of the Bitcoin is in self-custody and like, what can we really do? And it's pretty much what we continuously do is try to educate people, get people to hold Bitcoin in self-custody. And I think now is one of those important times to be like, look, if you aren't running a node right now, uh, you should be doing that at this point because, hey, we know that running a node in and of itself doesn't mean much unless it has economic activity. And if BlackRock runs a node and they're pushing trillions of dollars through that node, then yes, their contentious fork will probably dwarf anything that all of us Bitcoiners are doing. And we've seen in the past, of course, Coinbase was one of the big you know, nemesis in the fork wars. Now they're going to be maybe one of the biggest uh, custodians of Bitcoin. And I don't know, it just... A lot of red flags and, and my alarms are, are going off in my head. But also, I think in the eyes of the average person, this does legitimize Bitcoin. And, and obviously, people will start to wake up and there will be a lot of money that gets funneled into Bitcoin. So 
I don't know. It's one of these like, man, I don't know. It, it At what cost are we going to be absolutely bullish? But it does seem like the bear market is over and we've seen this playbook happen all the time. I mean, you, you covered it in the beginning. Larry Fink's been an active anti-Bitcoiner and now he is endorsing Bitcoin. So it's one of those playbooks that we talk about all the time. Like, I don't like Bitcoin. Let me fill my bags. And once my bags are packed, I love Bitcoin and let's start this bull market. So, man, I don't know. We've seen this playbook happen all the time. But I really do, on one hand, feel like this was inevitable. And on the other hand, it's like I, I still believe in Bitcoin and the incentive structures. And I think Bitcoin will overcome this as well. It's just it's only one. Of, it's one of these things where like it's in time. We will see what happens. And uh, I don't know. I don't think we should get too too negative here or too optimistic about it. I think this is something that we knew was going to happen at a certain point, but there is a lot of fishy stuff, man. Just like Gensler clearing house so the Fiat overlords can get in. It just, I don't know. It makes me feel weird. It, it's, it's like, man, it's, it's all a conspiracy. It's dude. I'm, I'm the, you know, I'm the conspiracy theorist here. So I'm just like, man, the I don't know. The only thing that's true is Kaboom Rex. <laughs> oh man. All right, everybody. Uh, Opti, you have, fucking great job dude that was that was good stuff that was some you, you, you marty you get included marty ben in there some other I'm takes a, this hey, is good i'm man. not as dumb as i look nico I, I never said that i never said i'm the one that says that i'm the one that says that usually anyways everybody you definitely want to make it over the finish line with your generational wealth and the way you do that is by properly storing your bitcoin your bitcoin wallet seed words and passphrases <laughs> And the way you do that is you put it on steel. This is the BitPlace Domino. It's designed to it's designed to preserve Bitcoin wallet backup seed words and passphrases. Easy to use, hard to destroy. Made from highly corrosion resistant 316 marine grade stainless steel and offers the ultimate protection against extremes of temperatures. You can use the promo code simply to get 10% off anything on BitPlace.com. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the culture. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. All right, guys, I also want to tell you about Swan's new offer. Bitcoin is generational wealth, and you can secure your bright orange future with the Swan IRA. Real Bitcoin, no taxes. Swan offers both traditional and Roth options to best fit your needs. Create your IRA and start adding Bitcoin in less than one minute. Transfers and rollovers are available. Swan's Bitcoin experts will get you set up with no transfer fees and no minimum balance requirements. This is real Bitcoin, not an ETF or other derivative. Get the real thing and get it at Swan. Go to swan.com IRA for more details. And of course, if you have any questions, doubts or concerns you can hit me up on twitter or the orange pill app anyways opti no more delay i'm really freaking excited to talk about geyser today um i i, I kind of fanboyed in the very beginning mick what you're doing is is extremely important um and i'm really looking forward to this conversation uh, yeah same here well, let's recap. Let's recap for everyone. What exactly is Geyser and why should the audience care about the project? Obviously, Nico's a fanboy, but let's do it again for people coming in late and for the people in the back. Right. So imagine Kickstarter, but on Bitcoin, on Lightning. But because Bitcoin is global, borderless, 
this platform is also borderless and global, right? So it's it's the easiest way for anyone to just launch their ideas and uh, and and raise funds through the community. So again, it's it's um you know there's different platforms out there that are emerging. You know, obviously Noster is an interesting uh, protocol that enables uh, tipping and things like that. But with guys are really focused on ideas, right? And people that have an idea, have a project, sometimes a long-term project, they can put it out there, you know, uh, sponsor it and get community to support them by funding it. And at first I was like, is this gonna happen? Like are Bitcoiners gonna actually wanna spend their Bitcoin? And, you know, my hunch was yes. My hunch was people do wanna support causes that they care about within the bitcoin ecosystem they do want to spend their sats they do want to contribute and whilst i often say this while spending bitcoin is painful sending sats is joyful because it's not the same experience with lightning it's so easy sending money quickly instantly borderlessly cheaply is is one thing and then sending funds on chain which are you know heavy sometimes they call storage is a whole different experience. And so our bet was with Lightning, uh, you can create, uh, send funds on chain as well, but we were really, you know, initially mostly Lightning native. Uh, now we're, you know, fully Bitcoin and Lightning native. Um, and that's sort of the idea, right? You you launch your idea, people send stats from all over the world. And let me tell you, one of the, the key projects, themes that exists on Geyser is education. We all care so much as Bitcoiners for Bitcoin education, for spreading Bitcoin education um, all over the world, wherever it be. And, and so we're seeing most projects being in, in some shape or form being related to education. If you're a Bitcoiner and you have your fiat job, you can contribute by just supporting these projects by donating. You can even purchase items from these projects that are selling items. Um, or you can actually put out there your project, your idea, um, and 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 start contributing to the ecosystem. And I think this is one of the other key insights that we had early on, which was Bitcoin is something that we all feel passionate about. So we all have skills, we all have passions. So for example, we've seen people that are football fans, football players and Bitcoiners that decide to kind of, why don't, why don't we bring those two passions together? And so they go out there and do their football club and call it Bitcoin Ballers. Uh, shout out to, to Josias and create a, a project that is, focused on Bitcoin for the football uh, community in the UK, right? But you see this all on and on, right? You see artists are like, I love Bitcoin. I'm an artist. I want to contribute to the space. I'm going to do a comic book. I am a, a fiction writer and I love Bitcoin. Let me write a story about it. Uh, I am a filmmaker and I want to make a film or a documentary about Bitcoin. On and on, you know, creative enterprises, educational uh, projects and community projects. You know, people that are like, okay, I want to create my own meetup. I'm going to create, create one of the big ones right now is Kansas City. Uh, shout out to the guys in Kansas City. that have a really cool, very big meetup. And they get the community to contribute towards it, to buy beers, to give sats back away within the community. Um, so it's really just a really easy platform for, for people to put their ideas out there, get support from the community, uh, really community-centered, crowdfunding, uh, that is easy to do. So you plug in your Lightning address and you're good to go. You can also plug in your node, in which case it's free to use Geyser. Using a Lightning address, is we charge a 2% fee uh, for, per transaction. But that's really about it. We're not custodial funds. Go straight to the creator. Um, 
So we cannot censor, we cannot freeze. Obviously, we're still a platform. So if there is projects that don't align with our with our you know ethos or trying to sell secure illegal securities, we will have to close those projects down. Um, um, we have to still you know so uh, as a company be careful and, and you know regulated. Um, but what's important for us is that the funds go straight to the creator so that what happens with the truckers could not have happened on Geyser. We do not hold funds again. Uh, this is part of the key ethos that, that we have. So, yeah, hopefully that, that answers a few questions, but happy to take some more. You, you answered all the questions that I had for you, but uh, let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let, let's look for wait, the wait, future. Sorry. No, 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 you're good. You're killing it. You're killing it. Dude, um, hold on a second. Hold on a second. So... Um, this is absolutely incredible, right? Because the the one of the one of the things about GoFundMe, right, was when the Canadian truckers protest happened. Uh, what happened? The Canadian government stepped in and they said, "No, no, 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 no! You know, you can't donate to people that we don't agree with." Right. Um, so, and then this functions a little bit differently, right? Because it's peer to peer. So, like, technically, they could go after the platform, but they can't take the money. Right. Yeah. And I think exactly. that's really the the, you know, the the this something that I, that I love about your platform. So also, Mick, is this is this a for profit company? I'm assuming it is. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. So, We're so, a C-Corp based in the U.S. You know, we still think that we can take on the big platforms that are out there, you know, GoFundMe, like uh, Kickstarter and just focus on, on a Bitcoin only model. Gotcha. And then, so, and then, uh, so you take a percentage of the sats that are donated. How does that, what's the, what's the technical stuff yeah. behind that? Cause you said it's peer to peer. So how, how, how does that work? Yeah, that's a really good question. So, so if you're a creator and you want to create a project, you can, you can, you can do two things. You can either connect your node in which case the funds go straight to your node and we don't even touch them and we don't take any fees. So that's, that's the option one. And so if you're a node runner, it's a no brainer, create a project geyser because it's free to use. And then option two is you plug in your lightning address and then we forward all the sats directly to your, to your lightning address. Um, and in that case, we take a 2% fee, uh, just obviously to maintain the node and operation costs and all, and all our, all our costs. Um, and the way that we do that technically is by using these HODL invoices. So, um, basically makes it even more non-custodial because we don't actually ever custody or funds, not even for a second. What we do is that we send the funds over to the creator of the project, to the receiver, and then we take the money from the funder. It's this really smart, interesting smart contract that was created on Lightning called HODL Invoice that enables us to, to kind of forward SATs in a non-custodial way. Gotcha. This is, it, it, this is one more question on, on this. Sorry, not to cut you off, Nico, but can people donate anonymously? Are their identities necessarily attached to their donations or what's going on here? Yeah, another really good question. So uh, you can donate anonymously. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to purchase a reward, sometimes you can buy buy things. Uh, some of the projects sell items. Um, in that case, you will have to, the only thing you have to do is drop your email in order to kind of maintain that connection uh, and be, be connected to the, to, the, to, the, to the seller so that you may get the postcode or something like that. Um, and then if you're, but, but if you're creating a project, you do need to tie your identity. So you need to log in either with Twitter, uh, Noster, which is a lot more censorship resistant and, um, or, or lightning addresses actually as well, assume. Um, and, and the reason for that is that we, we, 
the trust element is important, right? People will fund you if they if they know that you're a real person. If you claim to be Adam back, people are not gonna, you know, people might fall for it, right? But but we need to we need to have a, a system of a, a web of trust model where people can fund you because you know Nico is Nico and uh, uh, you know uh, yeah you're right. So it, it, that's a key element that we thought we would maintain. So the the, the social layer is important here as well. Opti, when, when when are we making a geyser, bro? I don't know. It seems like we got to do it now, bro. We, we got to do it. When, I, know, I, know, I know Ben's on there, right? I'm pretty sure Ben's so on there. Ben's on it. Um, we've got a few people. And look, I think podcasters, for podcasters, I think it's it's been, you know, quite growing, uh, growing quite a lot. So actually, if you click on podcasts, you'll you'll see it on there. Um, there's quite a few podcasters in there. Ooh. Okay, yeah, I can so, It said uh, I can do three. So here we go. Here we go. There you go. So with, with podcasts, uh, I think actually two bits uh, idiots podcast won the grant last. Actually, I think they've created a different projects as well. So if you click on their profile, you can actually see the, the different projects that they've created. Uh, yeah, that's the one. So I think with the kids oh, wow. art competition, they actually won the the leaderboard uh, for last week um, uh, for uh, for a type of kids art competition. Um, so it's really trying to gamify, making a great experience, creating a leaderboard, and also adding tooling. So for now, what you can do is you can uh, add, write entries, which are like long-form articles. Uh, you can add milestones. Uh, but also looking forward, we're looking to add more functionalities that we're still exploring, like, for example, adding events, right? So the event could be a physical location, but it could also be like, you know, a stream or it could be uh, uh, something else. Uh, and then also posts, right? The ability to actually write updates or posts. So it functions a bit like you said. You know, it's it's for creators that have an idea that, that they want to happen, but it, it it can can also exist within the portfolio of a content creator that wants to put their work out there. Um, and obviously, yeah, rewards. You can sell things, you know, merch and things like that. And I think we're gonna be working quite a bit on the reward side. In order to make to integrate po uh, shipping to make it easy for people to buy things in a still in a censorship resistant way, so we will not like custody any any information around your your address, but you'll still be able to receive things in your uh, in your home as well. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot of exciting things that we're we're, we're looking to, to get as well in the future. So it it might be turning into a marketplace as well. It's just not not only like a, a Kickstarter funding platform. Yeah, I mean, like. There's only so much that a platform can actually do, right? Um, so, you know, we wouldn't be able to compete, you know, with uh, with a platform that is entirely focused on a marketplace. We, you can sell things on Geyser, and it's still, uh, you know, we can improve the, the the marketplace experience, but it does have to still be focused on that on that project or that idea of a creator, I would say. So, yeah, I think you're 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 kind of right. Although it, it, you'll not ever find everything on Geyser, I think it'll be very still focused on kind of crowdfunding ideas. Awesome. What was your? What's one of your most more? I don't know. Proud achievements that you got funded through Geyser. So actually, on the right side, you see project leaderboard. You see if you click all time, you can you can see the the top projects so far. So the top project so far by far is uh, Bitcoin trading cards with uh, two point one Bitcoin funded. Uh, and obviously, this project is like incredible. I was always bullish about Bitcoin trading cards, but it, it is it is blowing my mind even further, right? So I had it received 180 individual contributions, uh, and what they do is that they sell these like Pokemon-like 
create uh, trading card collectibles that are about focus on Bitcoin and Bitcoin culture. And they're incredibly exciting to, to, to play and open and share and trade. Uh, shout out to Aladan, who's who's leading and is an incredible work. They already created their their second um, their second uh, a series, and it's incredibly good. Like I really rec- urge anyone to to check it out. Yeah, love the, it. I, I love Aladdin. I love what they're doing with with Bitcoin trading cards. Um, yeah. We're gonna have them back on the show very very soon. Nice. They they released. Uh, it's the second series, right? The second yeah. series they released, and then their work. From my understanding, they're working on the third series. Super super cool, man. I am I'm extremely bullish on this project, especially um, when uh, governments start to crack down and stuff. Um, you know, because it's it's just it's 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 what you said. It's it's uncensorable. Uh, it's peer to peer. Does that worry you a little bit too? Right, where you know instead of GoFundMe people go to geyser to start uh raising money instead is that something that you i'm sure you've thought about this yeah i mean again the the worst that can always happen is that we we the beautiful thing is that we cannot take any funds and that makes us so much more 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 comfortable now if if someone comes up and starts to create um wants to create a militia on geyser then you know we, we can't unfortunately allow that like and and we do have a terms of condition and and so far so good and 99 percent of project fact so far, every project has actually uh, existed within our, our, our terms. Um, and yeah, if you want to create an entirely uh, uh, censorship-resistant crowdfunding platform, then maybe we would refer you to BDC Pay Server, where you run your node and you receive all the funds, and there is no interface, you know, no platform that can be censored. You. So absolutely. Um, but I, I think we're more in tune with the, you know, Bitcoin as a peaceful revolution right than than anything else now are we going to have issues yeah uh, perhaps on the line that there, there will be but you know we try to maintain the bitcoin ethos as much as possible but also focusing on on bitcoin being an accessible tool for the world um and also we do have plans to to, to explore more natively uncensorable um solutions that are more nostr based as well but that would be i think a separate thing because guys are as it is now, I think has an incredible potential, but as, as a tool that can go mainstream, uh, that yeah, we'll have some of those, uh, those liabilities, but again, Beautiful. you know, you know, you, we are, you know, we are, we, you know, you, we are, you know, we have the ethos, you know, every Bitcoin investor, uh, every, sorry, every geyser investor has been Bitcoin only, you know, we, we really focus on Bitcoin only investors, the board will be Bitcoin only. So, you know, we have the backing of the community and, you know, that's, that's how, that's where, how we approach it. Awesome, man. Well, dude, all the power to you, man. Very, very cool stuff. Incredibly important project, uh, especially, you know, coming from the perspective as, as a content creator and, uh, we'll spin up hopefully soon a, a simply Bitcoin geyser and we'll be on there. And, uh, yeah. Um, anyways, Opti, no more delay. Let's jump straight into the, no, we did, we just did the culture. We're going to do the meme review. Kaboom. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. Kaboom Racks. 
mix. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> mix probably like what the fuck is going on? Where, why did I? Why did I agree to come oh, on man. this show? All right, you guys already know the um, deal. This is the meme review. This is your favorite portion of the show. Everyone wonders whether they miss the meme review or not. No, you just gotta wait till the very end to get to the meme. As we say every single day, tweets are the bullets, memes are the artillery, and it is becoming very, very clear we are in an information war right now. So continue to educate, continue to get the calls of action out there, and continue to build the morale up of your friends and your family out there with the funnies anyways drop your meme review score in the chat once we cover ours live so that we can get yours read on the show this first one shouts out to american hodl if you were on the spaces yesterday we were joking about this meme but i had to bring it up here today considering i knew we were going to be talking about blackrock and he goes dear at blackrock i hear you've come to bargain my price is 25 million per corn and corn yeah per corn and as always remember today's price is not tomorrow's price and you can see here blackrock as this giant kraken and we have or octopus i don't know what the difference is we got a hodler here with his keys in hand his bitcoin in self-custody fighting the 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 leviathan that is blackrock but shout out the wine here my price is a medium-sized planet i agree i agree all right this next one again on the same thread a lot of these are blackrock related on the same thread we got james lavish and he goes there are whales and then there are blackrock whales and you can see here blackrock as the behemoth whale and we have the og whales looking absolutely tiny in comparison again guys i know big numbers are hard but really try to wrap your mind around how much $10 trillion really is. I really don't think you guys are bullish enough and also probably not terrified enough. Okay, this next one is by our boy Pedro, a.k.a. at Retweet on Twitter. And this is the Spider-Man meme and Lois Lane and I forget what, what Peter Parker. He goes, tell me the truth. I'm, I'm ready to hear it. And Spider-Man goes, a Bitcoin ETF would just be another shit coin. <laughs> and she starts crying. Okay, this next one. We asked yesterday, the poll is not done, but is a spot ETF good for Bitcoin? 66% said yes. 33.9% said no. And this is almost statistically relevant with a thousand votes. Anyways, whale love BTC on Twitter goes, is this good for Bitcoin? And yes, everything is good for Bitcoin. You guys already know. Okay, this next one is by our boy. Boy, the BTC therapist, and he goes, I'm never selling my Bitcoin. Do not sell your Bitcoin to BlackRock. And this is the classic corn farmer meme. And he goes, when BlackRock's ETF is approved, the plebs, and you can see back here, is a giant green candle with the Bitcoin logo on it. And it goes, it ain't much, but it's a million dollars. This is the way. Okay, again, on the BlackRock theme, I really like this one. We got Francis Poulier. Uh, this one's a little more meta theme, meta meme here for you guys. It goes, BlackRock in 10 years. We really want your Bitcoins. Will you take $2.5 million a piece and Bitcoin maximalist. And you can see these little houses in between these giant skyscrapers in Manhattan. I'm guessing they're, these are all in cities, not just only in Manhattan, I guess. Uh, we got a house next to these big corporations buildings. We got this little house next to these sky risers. And again, on the same theme, uh, they're going to come and ask you for a price eventually. You hodlers got to hold out. I really like how HODL was putting it in our spaces yesterday. There will be a HODL buyout. Will you make it past the HODL buyout? Anyways, this next meme is by Maxi's Club, and it goes 428 FUD, question mark. And we got the classic riding a bicycle meme. 
template and we got maxis with the FUD and the FUD, instead of making the bike go over its head and do an Indo, it just eats the FUD. Bitcoin maxi eating the FUD. All right, Nico, this next one was a, uh, uh, a fan <laughs> uh, addition. So I'm pretty sure this one's going to be good, but it's going to make Nico feel weird. Here we go. This is by our friend Copernicus. Oh God, son. No, 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 we can't do this. <laughs> Can't do this. Not acceptable. Okay. Not acceptable. It's honest work. I tried. Not acceptable. Not acceptable. It was PG. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's a Friday show. It is a Friday show. Speculation, speculation stuff. And I don't know. Anyways. All right. That was PG. Anyways, anyways, my score for today. That was PG 13. It wasn't, it wasn't okay. PG. It was PG. All right, PG. whatever, whatever. Okay. Uh, mine is this card by Sats Obsessed Mentality. You already know. Shouts at the Bitcoin or BTC pins. But today's card is a Space Cat. Okay. All right. I'm going to give it, because it is the Friday show, I'm going to give it a bunch. All right. I'm going to give it my unconfiscatable pass, my Pacific Bitcoin spat pass. And my Bitcoin 2023 pass. Those are those. That's my scores. Those are my scores. Those are my scores. Kaboom racks. Um, anyways, Mick, what would you give those memes? Pretty good. Uh, in terms of what 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 item? I don't know. I don't have much with me, unfortunately. Anything. It could be anything. Okay. Any uh, I've got. I've got a pen. Oh. That is that is the best score. Yes, that when we when when the pen gets pulled out. Uh, Sorry, guys. It's a red pen as well, so it's I guess it's a bad one. It's a red, it's a red pen. pen to cross out black rock. Meta meta score. Boom! All right, all right, everybody. Before we get to the meme scores, drop I a go- meme review score in the chat. In the chat, drop in them the now. Chat. Drop in them the now. chat, do it, do it. Boom racks. All right. Anyways, I want to give a shout out. Wait, wait, wait. Can we go before we do the represent plug? Uh, They said the last meme. That is a kaboom rack. That is a kaboom (laughs) rack, right? Um, Anyways, everybody, I want to tell you about our sponsor, representltd.com. Opti Night, wear the merch every single day. I'm wearing the classic Simply Bitcoin camo hoodie. Opti's wearing the represent orange pill merch and the classic dad hat. You can scan the QR code on your screen. Do it right now, and it will take you directly to the representltd.com website, of which it, you could buy the classic represent snapback Simply Bitcoin hat. It's, it's, it's limited edition. Get it while supplies last. Anyways, everybody, let's jump into the scores. But before we do that, cue the epic music. Elaine, Larry Fink, changed by Bitcoin and becomes honest. He helps uh, he helps end wars, stops division among people. The Bitcoin world becomes beautiful for all. Elaine, I think it's too early to tell. But that's hopefully. very hopeful. But but it's it's it's, it's very optimistic. <laughs> Uh, UTXO, I give the memes one Victorian show host. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Top Roller, happy to see you, brother. Haven't seen you in a minute. Package of fruit roll-ups. Okay, it's good. Sounds delicious. Igor, I give the memes a black hard... <laughs> Opti's filter is terrible today. I I, honestly, uh, I thought it was a black rock. Opti's tarantula-inspired beard, long, thick, thick. 
Opti must say Blackrock seven times super fast. Blackrock, 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 Blackrock. That was seven. All right, that's good. That's good. All right, next one. Uh, Roman, uh, score going up forever with Spartan soundboard. Winicus, hey, hey, what are you doing here? Um, launching my Satoshi billionaire fund on Geyser where everyone in the world donates one sat to make me the first crowdfunded sat billionaire. <laughs> Why cracks me up? Oh, man. Pandora Box HQ, Paul Krugman comment about internet. Yes, very nice, very nice. Um, uh, dude, I can't read that. Um, I know... I can't oh, either. Oh. Shout out to you, bro. Shout outs, uh, shout outs to you, dude. Uh, score in 10 years, BlackRock Bitcoin in 2023 was our best investment. Oof. Oof. We're out of time. We're out of time. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. Really want to give a very special shout out to Meta Mick thank, from Geyser. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mick. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate what you're doing. Keep it up. Uh, like I've been saying, I think you think your project is, plays an essential role in the Bitcoin ecosystem for content creators, for other people that are you know trying to crowdfund. And uh, very, very happy to have you on the show today. Why don't you tell everybody? Um, you know, we have your we have your handle pulled up on screen. But for our audio listeners, why don't you tell everybody where they could find you on the interwebs? Absolutely. So we're active on Twitter at uh, Geyser fund um also on telegram same thing we have a telegram channel that was quite active uh, and then obviously on geyser.fund um but you can always go there create a project and get get um and also contribute to them but yeah that said thank you so much i think what you guys are doing here is fantastic and pivotal and education what you guys are doing making it fun is, is uh it's so important and it was an absolute blast to be here so thank you Thanks. so much nico and opti well, appreciate you having you, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on Simply Bitcoin Live. I want to give a shout out, by the way, to everybody who uh, supported us on Fountain. We're in the top 10. This is the first time in Simply Bitcoin's history. We're in number nine. Holy cow. Thank you all. We would not be there without you. So appreciate all the love. We're going to be making a geyser page very, very soon. We're going to be including that in all our video descriptions moving forward. Wine. I'm talking to you, Wine. Um, you, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Fountain, and your favorite uh, podcasting platform of your choice, uh, Simply Bitcoin, will be there. And also, shout out to our Rumble audience. Uh, we hit we hit 51 live viewers on Rumble today. That's freaking awesome. So, uh, you know, you could find Simply Bitcoin on hopefully in your, your favorite platform. We are live streaming to Twitter there as well. Anyways, if you want to join the after party, uh, we're holding it down until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, with our friends over at Swan Bitcoin. Best place to uh, build your Bitcoin stack. Breaking news, Chrissy and Opti broke again, broke up again, but they will be getting back together very, very soon. Yeah, hashtag leave my toaster alone. Opti's just pulling up all the stuff. Anyways, guys, enjoy your weekend. Have a great time. Uh, don't stop stacking sats. Don't stop believing. We're going to win this thing. Just bunker down. Anyways, love you all. We'll see you guys later. Peace out.